Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4, 6. Mrs. Mason's Miracle by John D. Dorland Pastor Webster stood at the church door, shaking hands with everyone after the Sabbath morning church service. Glad to see you here today, Brother Wilson. Sister Jordan, how is your husband? Tell him I'll be along to see him tomorrow afternoon. Room 31, isn't it? Why, Brother and Sister Richmond, so nice to have you back. How did you enjoy your vacation? As a little gray-haired woman shyly approached, Pastor Webster thought hard to remember her name. I hope you received a blessing this morning, Mrs. Mason, he said, as he took her small, frail hand in his large, firm one. Her voice trembled slightly. Pastor, would you show me your Bible? Of course, Mrs. Mason, if you'll just wait until I finish greeting everyone, I'll be happy to show it to you. When the last member had passed him, Pastor Webster took his Bible from the shelf where he had left it and walked over to Mrs. Mason, who was waiting patiently at one side of the foyer. Here it is, Sister Mason. Mrs. Mason carefully took the big book and stroked the soft black leather of its cover with her hands, hands that had been much more familiar with mops, brooms, wash buckets, and scrubbing brushes than with books. She had cleaned offices most of her working life. Reverently, Mrs. Mason opened the Bible and turned its pages, pausing once or twice to run a wrinkled forefinger along the line of the large, clear type. Then she closed the book, longingly caressed the gilt edges of the pages, and placed it back in Pastor Webster's hand. Pastor, could you please get a Bible for me, just like yours, exactly like yours, she whispered. Pastor Webster was a little taken aback. He liked his Bible and had bought a good one. Only the best, he believed, was good enough for the Lord's service. Twenty-five dollars was a lot to pay for a Bible, and he wondered if this little widow, existing on a small pension, would be able to afford it. He paused a moment before he answered, Certainly, Mrs. Mason, I can get one for you, but it's expensive. Oh, Pastor, don't worry about that. Just get me a Bible exactly like yours, and thank you. Her crinkled face broke into smiles as she spoke. I'll do it first thing on Monday, Pastor Webster assured her. You'll have your Bible after prayer meeting Wednesday night. So Wednesday night, right after prayer meeting, Mrs. Mason again waited until the others had gone. Then Pastor Webster gave her a large box with a golden cover. She opened it slowly as if savoring each precious second of the experience. Inside, faintly visible through its white tissue wrapping, lay the Bible. Carefully, Mrs. Mason removed the Bible from the box, undid the tissue paper, and gazed at her new Bible as though she couldn't believe it. It was exactly the same as the pastor's. Then she set it down, opened her purse, and extended a roll of worn and crumpled dollar bills to Pastor Webster. I hope this is enough, Pastor, she said. Surprised by its thickness, Pastor Webster took the roll and counted it. There was nearly fifty dollars. Why, sister, this is almost twice as much as the Bible cost. With a smile, he counted out twenty-five dollars and returned the rest to Mrs. Mason. Pastor, thank you so much for buying me this Bible. Eyes shining, Mrs. Mason clutched it to her heart with both hands. Now, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray that the Lord will teach me how to read. Will you do that? Of course I will, Mrs. Mason, Pastor Webster replied, wondering for just a moment if this wasn't asking rather a lot of the Lord. 
Mrs. Mason was more than seventy years old and had never had a day of schooling in her life. It would be a miracle indeed if this woman learned to read, but Pastor Webster had promised to pray, and pray he did. Week by week, Pastor Webster saw Mrs. Mason arrive at church, her precious Bible in her arms, and week by week she gave him the same shy smile as she shook his hand after the service, but she rarely said a word. Then one Sabbath, about a year after the purchase of the Bible, Mrs. Mason paused again as she left the church after the service. Pastor, may I speak to you for a moment? Again, she waited until the pastor had finished shaking hands. When he approached her, she was absolutely beaming. Pastor, thank you so much for your prayers. The Lord has answered them. Prayers, Mrs. Mason? Then suddenly recollection dawned. You mean you can... Yes, Pastor, I can read. I can read my Bible. And then she told him how it had happened. Each week during the sermon, she had sat next to a friend. When Pastor Webster read a text, Mrs. Mason asked her friend to guide her finger so that it pointed to each word as the text was read. Gradually, the words became familiar, and somehow she began to understand them just by looking. I don't know exactly how it happened, Pastor. You know, I've never had a single day of school in all my life, but God has answered my prayers and yours, and today I can read my Bible. Listen, I'll show you. As Pastor Webster stood there listening to Mrs. Mason reading her Bible, watching the joy in her face and hearing the delight in her voice, he blushed at his own lack of faith in the power of God. Mrs. Mason finished reading and closed her Bible, but she had not finished smiling or talking. And, Pastor, she went on, I've been reading my Bible to some of my friends. There's Mrs. Ferger across the street and Mr. and Mrs. Waring next door. I'd like you to visit them because they want Bible studies. Bible studies they wanted and Bible studies they received. No one in the whole church was happier than Mrs. Mason on Baptism Day. Soon it became quite a common event for Pastor Webster to give Bible studies to a friend of Mrs. Mason's. And as time went on, he found that he didn't have to spend as much time explaining what the Bible taught. Oh, Mrs. Mason showed us that, they would say, and they would quote chapter and verse to prove it. Mrs. Mason was really giving full-course Bible studies in her own right. And when Mrs. Mason passed away, there were many in her church who owed their membership to the little gray-haired woman who had faith that the Lord could teach her to read. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.